1: Hello, hello everyone! Welcome hello, back, buds. welcome back, welcome back, Philip Wang.
0: Hi, thank you for welcoming me back to your country, United Kingdom to of the, England d- and Scotland <laughs> and Wales and, and Northern Ireland. Is it funny when people say I'm British? They're excluding Northern Ireland. Um, they they
1: are excluding Northern Ireland
0: and the other little islands.
1: They're excluding Northern Ireland only. Geographically. Kind of, well, no, because there's Great Britain, and then, much to the Republic of Ireland's disgust, the British Isles is generally the name given to the whole jumble.
0: Oh, I see, I see.
1: So, but, okay, okay and, fair and, enough. And, and people like uh, your friend and mine, academic, comedian, writer, book reviewer, John Gallagher. Mm-hmm, John Gallagher. Uh, good old Johnny John. Hello, John. Uh, he's always uh, furious whenever some... British publication goes, you know, the British Isles, and does a big circle around Ireland. (laughs) It it brings out his inner um, Sinn Féin rebel rebel guy.
0: Uh, These rebellious Celts. (laughs) Okay, well, anyway, it's nice to be back here in the British Isles.
1: (laughs) Um, Did you give the White Cliffs of Dover a little lick (laughs) as you flew over them?
0: (laughs) Made them just a little bit whiter. Just a little lick. (laughs) That makes it sound like I jizzed on them, but... (laughs)
1: Well, I'm a patriot. (laughs) Anyone who doesn't jizz on the white cliffs of Dover, get out of here. That's going to be the new test.
0: Um, Yeah, it's nice to be back. I got um, off my plane from Australia at 6 a.m. yesterday. yesterday. Um, And then I had to stay awake because I had a corporate gig for some civil engineers last night. No. At half nine in the night time. And I thought about it, and because I didn't wake up like as we landed, I woke up four hours before we landed. So I woke up at 2 a.m. yesterday <laughs> oh and handed a, <laughs> a corporate gig for 500 rather disinterested civil engineers. Was it? Were they, half nine were they the disinterested? It's always hard to tell at those shows, at yeah. those gigs, because everyone's at a big table, and um, the host goes, and now, <laughs> well, we're going to lift your spirits with. Um, a rather interesting turn. This man is a <laughs> comedian. And and, tells and no one is interested. And um, He tells they,
1: ribald sentences.
0: <laughs> they were a bit interested, interested because I was introduced as an ex-engineer.
1: Yes, I was going to say these, uh, if listeners are unaware, these are your people.
0: You know, yeah, in a sense they are. And civil engineers are... This is the second event I've done for civil engineers. Um, and they are really good people. Because they are engineers who are doing work that genuinely helps society. They yeah. build, like, you know, sewage systems and bridges and and government projects, and usually for little profit, especially yeah. compared to, like, a chemical engineer who'll just go to BP and become rich.
1: Yeah, civil engineers seem to be really sort of scorned, even though we need the road.
0: I called them the NHS of engineering.
1: <laughs> 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 that's really what they're like. They must have liked that.
0: They did. They're all right with it. I told a bunch of, like, engineering-only jokes. I wrote a couple before I went in I nice. saved a couple from when I did Scotland uh, was one <laughs> of them uh, w- one that didn't get anything which I thought would was uh, um, it's nice to perform in front of engineers it's nice to have an o- a comedy audience who appreciate structure
1: Oh. And didn't like it they
0: didn't give a shit What do, that's what do, great what did they like oh I'm, I'm up here pigs. doing I'm up here doing uh, 10 minutes I'm, I'm scheduled to do 10 minutes um, so in keeping with most civil engineering projects we can expect to be done around 2035. <laughs> they like that. They like that. They thought that nah, was uh, they a little understood cheap. that. But it's one of these big cavernous sort of banquet halls.
1: Sure. Um, Where they go, you know what would really make it intimate and fun? A thousand foot high ceiling.
0: <laughs> and like 20 meters between you and the first person. And so they would laugh at something. Ha, 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 ha. And then it was like the room, the room had never heard laughter in millennia. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so you were doing a gig, um you were doing a gig essentially in that giant cavernous feasting hall, uh in Lord of the Rings where the green ghost king is. Uh, ah, yeah, yeah. Just just a single sort of empty throne and a sort of Feasting tables, <laughs> like, thick with
0: thick with cobwebs. The room has known laughter in the past, yeah. but it has been many centuries yeah. since the the trickle of mirth have touched these walls. Yeah.
1: <laughs> your the the tip of your microphone started to glow blue <laughs> as you walk through. Oh no,
0: Goblins. your next act is a goblin. <laughs> <laughs> as as I'm sure you can see,
1: <laughs> the microphone has ruined the surprise. A mithril microphone,
0: <laughs> is it? No, it's not mithril that glows in a lot of the things, is it?
1: Uh, maybe it is. No, it's just elven. It's just elvish. It's elvish el- steel. Elvish, because uh, it's called Needle, isn't it? The hot in the Hobbit, or no, no? That's
0: that's Arya's sword in Game of Thrones. But I think he must have nicked it. Oh really? Oh, maybe it is called Needle.
1: Yeah, they give him some little sword. Oh, is it not
0: like Prickle or Pricker or something?
1: Pricker. Maybe it's Pricker.
0: I feel like it's something like Pricker.
1: It's all much of a muchness. It's,
0: it's. I don't think it's needle. I don't think Game of Thrones would just take that word for like. Yeah. What, what is um? It's Frodo Baggins.
1: So- answering the big questions here. Yeah. On Bud Pod. You came here, for stories about plops, and now you're hearing about mithril. It's called sting. Sting, not needle. I was thinking about Gom of Thrones.
0: Sting, and then um. His uh, other weapons are called the police. <laughs> 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 Thank you. <laughs> Every ring you take. <laughs>
1: um. Every ring you make. Every ring. <laughs> <laughs> My, 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 you, you dance beautifully for a gorilla. How was your plane journey? I want to hear the movies you watched.
0: Okay, so uh, my plane journey, well, I timed it bang on. So I got on a plane around 3 p.m. in Sydney to stop over at um, Singapore around 11 and then to get on. Another plane there, and then get to the London for about 6 a.m. Yeah. So I thought, okay, stay awake up to Singapore, watching films. It's just a normal day. <laughs> films. Then, uh, films. Yeah. Um, that's what we see, film in Malay is film.
1: Is it? That's, but that's it, in like like isn't it? Ireland as well. It's Irish. Or? Yeah. the yeah. Irish
0: accent. Also say film. So it's weird. The 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 second time in my life I heard film being called film after Malaysia was from Irish people. Pretty <laughs> <Really> strange. <laughs> anyway. So then, get on the plane at Singapore, and then I sleep all the way through. Yeah, and wake up, and it's, I just got a very long day in London. Nice. And that's basically how it worked out. So up to Singapore, I watched. I watched. Um, can you ever forgive me?
1: Yeah, the I film. can. What did you watch? Oh, oh, son of a Jokes! That was. Terrible. I'm gonna kill it's myself the last right butt after part,
0: this. Everyone, I yeah. quit.
1: <laughs> right. Can you ever forgive me? That was can good. You,
0: it was good. It's uh, good. It's what that. Um, What's the guy who got all excited for being nominated for an Oscar? Uh,
1: Richard Gere. No. No, Richard... Uh, e. Grant. E G- Richard E. Grant. I'm Richard just getting e confused.
0: The thinking Man's Richard Gere.
1: That's right. Richard um, E. Grant, of course. A Swazi. He's a, sw- a fellow white African like oh. me. Oh. That boy from Swaziland. That Where that boy from.
0: I always think of Swazi... Um, Actually, I shouldn't say Swaziland.
1: Now it's called Mswati swa- m- m- or something like that. They've changed mm-hmm. it because everyone kept thinking it was Switzerland.
0: <laughs> really? Yeah,
1: genuinely, and also I guess like Swaziland is like a colonial.
0: i Swazi sounds so Nazi to me because it's got like the S from SS and then an Nazi in it. <laughs> <laughs> I've always, every time I hear Swazi, I'm like, oh, where? <laughs> then, oh
1: no, it's not. Like that's the level above Nazi. <laughs>
0: yeah, super Nazi. He's a super. He's a Swazi. Super wicked Nazi. Super Swazi. wicked. Na-
1: the swazis <laughs> They're so tense. These Nazis are super
0: wicked. <laughs> <laughs> That's I'm a Bostonian who really <laughs> likes Nazis. Um,
1: so you watched? Uh, you watched that? Was it good?
0: It was good. Okay. It was very good. Um, and then I watched. Whew, I watched watched um, Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Oh, the which the... I thought was supposed to be really good.
1: I get confused because they keep putting noun verbs. Well, in, here's the in, thing. In front of the phrase Planet of the Apes. Yeah, so
0: this is part of the, the latest trilogy that rebooted the classic or whatever. So it starts... Now, this confused me. So I nearly watched the second movie by accident. So the real um, order is it starts Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Right. Then, confusingly, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Right, it's risen. Now it's dawning. And then War of the Planet of the Apes. Right. Fair enough, the third one. But the distinction between Rise and Dawn... like, So I went, oh, Dawn. That's the first...
1: It must be the first film because yeah, it's the dawn and, da- and then the sun rises. Yeah, dawn, the sun appears. Yeah. Sun rises for the whole of the damn day. Till it, it dawns descends. upon you.
0: Yeah. That's the first you've heard of something, it's when it dawns upon you. Yeah,
1: you don't, you don't say, It dawned upon me, my wife. You say, It dawned upon me, my wife is having an affair. You don't say, It rose upon me, and my I, wife is it- having an affair. And then it dawned.
0: <laughs> it's not like my, my wife left me
1: and then it dawned
0: upon that she was <laughs> leaving me.
1: <laughs> was it a pala poo then? Was so, this the one where they're all in the lab and it's the creation of the apes, the smart apes?
0: Yeah, it's the creation of the smart apes with an Alzheimer's drug yeah. that is inexplicably um, made by scientist James Franco <laughs> yes. who comes across as the dumbest man in the world. <laughs> 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 they, they don't even bother showing him in the lab or come, or writing down chemical equations. Yeah, um, He's just like, oh, m- my Alzheimer's. Medicine will fix my dad. Uh, <laughs> and also, I really care about these apes, maybe, but I'm okay with using them as um, a test subject. It, he's like a fucking fuckboy yeah. who comes up with an Alzheimer's uh, um, medication, which is called 112. So presumably he's come up with 111 on his own different Alzheimer's medications. There
1: are a lot of forgetful monkeys out there. <laughs>
0: But it's just so unbelievable he's smart. Yeah, (laughs) because he's
1: he's so, like, in his DNA, he's like a stoner. Yeah, exactly, yeah. He's like, oh, no way. Very few people (laughs) are, like,
0: very few people are are stoners by race. Yeah, yeah. And he and Keanu Reeves are racially stoners. They're
1: just, that's who they are. (laughs) Where they're just, oh, no, cool, (laughs) A kind of loose, like, laughter that isn't really laughter. So it's um, also I love in movies where they just go like, "Why would a scientist ever want to cure Alzheimer's?" Because his dad has got it. He got, "Yeah, there's no other reason why."
0: It's all science, yeah. Every scientist, every great scientist in movies is motivated by <laughs>
1: pure personal selfish, yeah, uh, a
0: direct relationship to the problem. <laughs> they have no academic interest. They didn't come, you know, they didn't spend years just studying the subject. Yeah. Presumably, I mean, how long has he's been working as a scientist for? What fifteen? How long has his dad?
1: Been, ha- been having Alzheimer's <laughs> well he can't remember well that maybe that's why he seems like such a stoner because it was like he's so selfish that it was like the, the second that his dad got Alzheimer's was the first time he started bothering to work on the, <laughs> the, up till then it was just boner medicine because <laughs> my dad can't get a boner <laughs> then, I would watch that film <laughs> about a
0: bunch of monkeys with huge <laughs> really dicks, huge dicks. <laughs> Okay, that, that you could call rise in the planet other days <laughs> 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 and then Will to the Planet of the Apes. And then and war then, war. War. And war. then uh, and then um, this actually this is actually this is actually quite common. It happens to a lot of apes. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
1: Get your dicks off me, you damn dirty apes.
0: <laughs> oh and and um it's one of those classic sort of blockbuster films that is so Subtly sexist. It is sexist by omission, if you know what I mean. Uh, it is. Uh, yeah. Women are so unimportant in it. Yeah, like no one, no one goes, "Hey, toots" or slaps someone on the ass or anything. Yeah. But women are such an unimportant garnish just in this film.
1: Blurry shapes in the background.
0: I've I've never, I've su- I've never known a film so openly fail the Bechdel test as, as it, with not ne- needing to. At yeah. All.
1: And yeah, well, it, where there's absolutely no requirement to, to... It's not like it's set in a monastery.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> or something. <laughs> I don't even... That's right. There's not a single... I've only just
0: realized there's not a single female ape in it, even.
1: Yeah, Well, this is... I was going to say, because I remember from whatever the second one is, Rising McDawn <laughs> of the ape planet... A brunch? Uh, br- <laughs> br- 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 I, think it's, I think it's Rise, <laughs> and then Dawn, and then Brunch. And then of the Brunch planet. of the Planet of the Apes. <laughs> I think it's in Brunch of the Planet of the Apes. <laughs> um, there's one female ape, and she has two lines, and okay. her job is to be sad because her child ape is, like, sick. Pathetic. Well, maybe she's sick, but essentially it's just, oh, I'm a lady ape. And that's it, They're basically the whole film. And I don't think there's, like, any other real female character in it.
0: Well, in this first one, there's only one female character who is just this...
1: Oh, uh, no, there's one, like, cool like, cool lady. Se- sexy heart, sexy scientist, cool lady, yeah.
0: lady, who he meets when he's stolen this ape from the lab, um, and he gets injured or sick, and yeah. he needs um, someone help him. So he takes, he hides, he smuggles him, he smuggles the ape in um, a, a pram through the zoo <laughs> to get to the zoo doctor who is this lady, yeah. who has no problem with the fact that he is illegally keeping a chimpanzee in his home. <laughs> this is a woman who works in a zoo taking care of, and she has no worries about him also, keeping an ape as a pet.
1: Also, it's not, um, although in a lot of America, it's not illegal. Oh, is that true? To have a chimp pet, yeah, especially in California, where generally speaking, they're chimps. Well, this is San Francisco. So well, I think the chimps they use in films, like, they retire. Off. And they yeah. live with their family. And I remember sort of laughing, but in a way where you go, I shouldn't laugh at this. Some lady got her face ripped off or whatever because she was like the handler for this celebrity chimp. And then it just came to live with her and her husband. And it wore dungarees and ate at the table and would have like lobster with them. And, oh, God. and then eventually it just tried to rip off her head because <laughs> it's a chimp. <laughs> also, like, I love that because chimps are like the most dangerous... Aggressive, strong, insane apes of all—more
0: dangerous than, than gorillas.
1: Yeah, gorillas are quite chill. Right, right,
0: right. But go- they, they have more potential to like sure pay you in half.
1: But they're way less likely to fuck with you. Yeah, 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 and like chimps as well. Like the first thing they do is go for like eyes and genitals. Like they're, they're, so they're territorial, monstrous. Like, yeah. So the idea that, <laughs> it's, like, like whereas if it was like an orangutan, it'd be like, what does it want? To go oh, ants, a bowl of ants, and to just <laughs> pootle around. <laughs> whereas you go, no, the one that's going to become super smart is like. This couldn't have ended up worse, actually. <laughs> the one
0: that could be, there's almost as smart as me with more like muscular strength than I could ever hope for. Yeah. i like, be safe to, keep, safe to keep around. Yeah, it's and double And will definitely be frustrated that we treat it like an animal. Furious.
1: <laughs> Absolutely livid. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so she becomes his girlfriend after uh, the chimp signs to him something and she says, what did he say? And James Franco goes, he says we should have dinner. Oh,
1: my God. <laughs> no, he doesn't. And then
0: it literally goes three years later, and they're making it out in what? the forest. What? <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then it goes to the chimble, jumping about the forest, becoming stronger and smarter. And then it goes five years later. So now this is eight years later, after the beginning of the movie. He goes back into his job at the lab, where everyone looks exactly the same. <laughs> and his boss goes, Ugh, for the last time, we're not talking about this Alzheimer's medication anymore. Remembering that the last time he mentioned it was eight years ago, <laughs> and the guy says, "All you, all you, you don't come in anymore. You all, you're obsessed." And it's like, wh- how's he kept his job? He's been, he's been like not working for eight years at this lab. He only ever comes in to bother his boss about a medication he does not want to continue uh, developing. Frequently, yeah. Everyone looks exactly the same. No one's aged at all except the monkey, <laughs> ape. Sorry,
1: uh, it's just the most unbelievable uh, horseshit. But also like. Uh, A whole chimp went missing, and everyone was like, we should probably look that up. (laughs) They don't care about it. They don't Do you think it's that guy who doesn't seem smart enough to be a scientist who keeps disappearing for long periods of time? (laughs) And also him and his girlfriend refused to answer the question of how they met. (laughs) (laughs) So you met the same week, eight years ago, that that chimp went missing. And what was your job at the time, madam? I was the chimp vet at the zoo specializing in stolen chimp medicine. <laughs> I see, I see, I see. Well, that's, that seems fine. Was it, wait, doesn't Isn't there a point where, am I imagining this, because it's the same scene in loads of films where the ape gets really smart looking through the internet?
0: Looking through the internet?
1: Isn't there a bit where one of the apes looks through the internet?
0: Uh, maybe in one of the later ones. I've only seen the
1: first I, I recently watched one of the 10,000 different Avengers films, and there's a bit where the robot man educates himself through the internet.
0: Is that um, Tony Stark's invented
1: guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which made me laugh because in reality it should have just been him going like, just that the robot starts wanking and <laughs> just wanking. becomes a Nazi. Yeah, and he's <laughs> going oh, fucking out. <laughs> Wait, why did we show him the internet first? Well, why it, didn't we show him Wikipedia on only?
0: Was it Microsoft that uh, started like a Twitter account, a bot Twitter account that learnt from the internet? And yeah, it just became. A racist <laughs> troll.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, the trouble is that any time some well-meaning tech company goes, we've made a learning robot, all the racist troll like message boards oh. are like, right, let's go. <laughs> Obviously, let's go fuck this up immediately. Yeah. Oh, that movie is a thousand times stupider than I remembered it. And I remembered it being pretty dumb.
0: Which one rise of the Planet of the Apes?
1: Whichever one we're talking about. Yeah. AP make rise.
0: It's pretty dumb. The only reason I want to watch it, well, the main reason was I've seen a screenshot of... The main ape, uh, uh, Caesar, um, wielding two machine guns, riding a horse. Yeah. Uh, I think it's a horse. Yeah. And I was like, I'm going to see that. <laughs> so, so now I'm, I've got to find a way of getting that,
1: to also, that point. Also, when you see that 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 film, that film's not lying about what it is. That film has no pretensions. A film with an ape <laughs> yeah. riding a horse with two machine guns.
0: <laughs> yeah, it promises, and like, I suppose it'll deliver. It knows what it's about. But like, the script is just so bad. I, I, I,
1: I, I, it's weird because when you have the right talent attached and stuff and you have enough money to make the film, it genuinely seems like they just go, it doesn't matter. Yeah. People will watch this because it's the same as the thing before.
0: It's got a talking chimp in it. People will watch this. At one point... And, dad, it, and it has
1: precedent. Everyone goes, I remember that.
0: Yeah. Reboots, man. You can just do whatever you fucking like. The 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 dad with Alzheimer's at one point, um, his Alzheimer's returns and he goes out And he, thinking it's his car, breaks into a neighbor's car and starts, like, ramming it into the cars in front and behind him. And the neighbor sees it and goes, hey! Hey! Every every auxiliary character in this movie makes no sense and does not behave as any human being would. It's like the righteous have never interacted with any humans in their life. The guy goes, hey! Hey! Get out! Get out! He, He runs down to the car. Pulls out this old man who's in a dressing gown yeah, rips him out of his car goes. What the hell are you doing? What the fuck is wrong with you? Like He's an old man in a dressing gown who looks confused. What do you think is wrong with him? He's Visibly
1: unable to drive and
0: and and this neighbor his angry neighbor goes he goes (laughs) uh, He he goes I'm a pilot. How am I supposed to get to the airport now? (laughs) (laughs) Also, <laughs> no, okay. So the honest can at this point go, oh, he is a pilot. He yeah. needed his car. Also, his car was fine. He can still get to the, the airport.
1: Also, he's not saying he's a pilot and he's late. He's not just a pilot. In general,
0: he cannot think of any other way to get to the airport. How do I? I have a job. How do I get to my job now? As you have destroyed my mode of transportation. This is my sole motivation in this film. I am a pilot. <laughs> I am a pilot.
1: I'm That's the best line of the whole
0: movie. I am a pilot.
1: I'm. A <laughs> I'm going to start saying that now, whenever anything goes wrong, <laughs> and see if it really adds something. Where like, I'm sorry, sir, there are no McNuggets left. I'm a pilot. <laughs> How am I supposed to get my nuggets now? <laughs> <laughs> This man's name is Jerry Smith, and he thinks he's at this little store to buy a sandwich. Well, what he doesn't know is that it's full of members of this fine program, and they've set up something a little different from a sandwich for Jerry. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Jerry, I bet you didn't expect that to happen on the morning of your wedding. Please keep sending in your videos to you've been snuffed.
0: Okay.
1: I, I, I have a terrible sense memory of a flight uh, when I was young back to, I think, I, I can't remember if it was back to Johannesburg or from Johannesburg back here to the UK. But I was like 10. I was very I was very young. And the only movie available that wasn't just like people dressed in clothes from the 50s crying while they do the washing up, uh which is a whole genre of film that I I can't really get into was Stuart Little 2. Mm-hmm. And back <laughs> then I couldn't sleep on flights. And so uh, as a child, no, I just couldn't do it. I watched Stuart <laughs> Little 2. <laughs> Four and a half times. No. <laughs> and it was like being in hell. <laughs> <laughs> it was... Well, how old were you? I was like 10 or something. I think it was the Stuart Little sequel. It wasn't even the first one. And I was just like... You know, and your eyes are so dry, and there's just recycled air, and everyone else is asleep, and it's dark, and you're like, he
0: a fucking hum of the plane, oh.
1: yeah. <coughs> <coughs> Over which just,
0: <you're laughs> <with your>
1: <laughs> yeah. oh boy, and then you go like, and you're like the, on the fourth <laughs> way round of
0: just.
1: <laughs> just <laughs> this child-hunched face illuminated only by the blue glow of Stuart Little's adventures. I would have thought, though, after the second watching of Stuart Little 2, you'd rather just stare at a blank screen. <laughs> I did for a bit. I, just, <laughs> I, really, I, I, I did that thing where you scroll through all the options so many times and you just go, I mean, it's, it's just going to have to be Stuart Little 2 again.
0: Oh, man, Finn, so comedian and friend Finn Taylor, who was in Australia as well, he flew down about the same time with me on no a different flight. He said, he sat down, and the guy next to him who sat down was just this middle-aged guy. <laughs> just <laughs> sat down in um, Dubai or wherever, or maybe it was Heathrow. Uh, just sat down to a flight to Australia from very far away. Yeah. Glass of scotch down, turned on the flight map, just stared, watching flight map, glass of scotch the entire way.
1: No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> 13 fucking hours, just flight map, scotch. <laughs> <laughs> Never taking his eyes off <laughs> the little <laughs> animated plane on the sky. <laughs> Fucking
1: hell. That is a man who's flying to Australia for revenge. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: wow. Nice. Yeah.
0: My, my, sir, you sure do dance beautifully for a gorilla. So on the way from Sydney to Singapore, I've become quite good at securing... Paul Mann's business class. Nice. Which is where you go on the day before, you check in, have a look at the seats arrangements, find out, see where there's a space next to you where people, no one's likely gonna take it, and you get that seat. So mm-hmm. I've got like an aisle seat in the middle column. Nice. With a seat free next to it, I turn on the plane, we start closing off, start taking off, I've got the seat next to <gasps> me, which is, just a, it just makes such a difference. It's just somewhere to put your shit.
1: Well played.
0: And I thought, oh man, I might even get this from Singapore to London. It'd be Fucking sweet. Get back on the plane in Singapore to go to London. Sit down. The seat's free. It's like, yeah, here we go. Here we go. And then <laughs> 10 minutes before we take off, a guy goes, hello. I, I, I need to sit here. <laughs> oh, no. And he's this big German guy. I don't know if you could tell from my impression. yeah, um, Who just smelt of armpits. Um, you know a guy no. who's just like, he just smells of an armpit. you got one big armpit. Yeah, and how do you smell like that all the way over your body?
1: Your whole body smells like, and it's it, it's, and the weirdest is like they often smell of the smell you have like logged in your memory of your own armpit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. How do you smell like my armpit?
0: But all the time.
1: All the time. All for, over your body. Your forehead smells of armpit. <laughs> That's, your forehead is the opposite of an armpit. <laughs> how have you done that?
0: Yeah. Are you all crevice? How <laughs> how has bacteria managed to duplicate all over your body? Is that
1: German crevice? And so did you have to sit and suffer with that? or?
0: Uh, I mean, it's fine, isn't it? When you get on a plane, you go, oh, Jesus Christ, how am I going to do this? And then two hours later, he's like, this is my life. It's fine. this is my life. You had to get up a couple of times. Oh, it doesn't matter. Yeah, He smelt a bit, sure. But you're on a plane.
1: Yeah. That's, <laughs> That's the thing. fades into the background eventually. I've d- I heard that when cabin crew open the, the airlock after a really long flight. Yeah. Because you're all in there. You've all gotten used to the sort of... Being being repeatedly fed each other's farts, in a horrible circle. But apparently, when they open that airlock, the the, f- the air that rushes out to the group to the ground crew is whoa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everyone's eyelashes burn off and stuff, you know. <laughs> apparently, it's, it's a gorgeous. fucking gross. <laughs> everyone's like, "Oh, watch out! Oh god, no! Open this like tin of fresh farts <laughs> that's we've just <laughs> imported from another <laughs> country." <laughs>
0: it's almost like we're not
1: supposed to do it. I've never been more fascinated by an airplane problem than if we cast our minds back, there was a plane that had to be grounded because of a poo. Remember that no. story? Yeah. Really? This plane <laughs> this plane <laughs> took off from Heathrow and had to just go back to Heathrow within 10 minutes because of a poo. <laughs> and it was so bad the smell of this poo that the whole plane was like, no.
0: Was it at least in the toilet?
1: Yeah, I think it was. No, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna Google this. Get my facts straight.
0: Oh man, after last week's episode, I was hoping we wouldn't descend to poo.
1: Last week's episode,
0: it's a, it's a. I
1: was crying, laughing.
0: <laughs> it has divided opinion.
1: Last. It week. has divided opinion. We've uh, Katie Story, my my Edinburgh producer and uh, producer and writer and comedy lady in general, mm-hmm. uh, sent us both a picture of herself looking sceptical. Because she went for a jog to listen to to Bud Pod. Well, going for a jog. And it was all about pops. um, Yes, here here we are. A British Airways flight. This is from 2015. That's how much this is lodged in my memory. A British Airways flight was forced to turn around because of a, quote, smelly poo. The plane was heading from Heathrow to Dubai on Thursday, a seven-hour flight. Abhishek Sachdev, who was on board, tweeted, Insane. (laughs) Our BA flight to Dubai returned back to Heathrow because of a smelly poo in the toilet. That is insane. He told the newspaper, the p- the pilot made an announcement requesting senior cabin crew, and we knew something was a bit odd. About 10 minutes later, he said, you may have noticed there's quite a pungent smell coming from one of the toilets. He said it was liquid fecal excrement. Those are the words he used. That's too many adjectives, isn't it?
0: Liquid fecal... Ex- yeah, it's also redundancy, fecal excrement. Yeah, if he'd
1: said li- liquid excrement, people would have gone, but is it feces? <laughs> <laughs> That's well, strange. Or maybe it, it would have been legally, urine. Exactly,
0: yeah. It would oh, be. Well, we... good on you, pilot.
1: I'm a pilot!
0: <laughs> I'm a pilot! <laughs> How am I supposed to fly to Dubai now? It smells of shit in here! <laughs>
1: You've done a poo! <laughs> I'm a pilot! I'm a pilot! <laughs> I have no idea... Yeah, they said it's a health and safety problem and they decided to what? return. We provided them with hotel accommodation and rescheduled the flight to depart no. the next day. Imagine missing a wedding. Why did you miss your wedding? Oh, I'm, were, a man did a poo. Or well, a, a lady. relative,
0: you miss that last moments. Yeah. Because someone just did a liquid fecal excrement.
1: Do you think that that would be like the most kind of... If we managed to convince Al-Qaeda and ISIS to really go like the Gandhi route... They're like, all right, we won't bomb planes, but we will do nightmarish shits on them,
0: yeah.
1: and that'll be like how we ground planes and create disturbances, like like a sit-in, a shit-in. <laughs> <sighs> well, another hard day's work done there. poo. okipu, okipu. Extinction rebellion. Yes, very good. Yes, thank you.
0: Extinction, extinction, <laughs>
1: <laughs> Extinction Rosmeli Fucking hell.
0: Extinction. <laughs> peace smelly <laughs> mother.
1: <laughs> Fuck's sake. We are 6 years old. <laughs> oh God. Yeah, no, man. All right. It's terrible. <sighs> Mon dieu. You dance so beautifully for a gorilla. Let's do some correspondence.
0: Oh yeah, you know you—you saved a letter from us.
1: Oh, I saved one Uh, from Lewis from drowning from from old drowning Lewis Uh, to the two peas in an open brackets bud pod. Sorry, he apologizes immediately. Don't. It's good stuff.
0: Would have done great at the civil engineering event.
1: Like they would you. have loved it. He says, I have been traveling in India with my dad. Okay. It would have made a very boring TV show. <laughs> great. That's what he says. And one of the things I learned I is that... An- not anyone else. <laughs> <laughs> and one of the things I learned is that all land belongs to the government, and so nobody has a given right to property. In India? Apparently, according to Lewis.
0: We have something similar here? Doesn't the queen own every, every well, the, the the land? Because, like, leasehold means you own the house on the land. But. You,
1: you can own the freehold as long as it's not in the Duchy of Cornwall or the Duchy of Lancaster. Oh, is that right? If you're unlucky enough to be Cornish or Lancastrian, it's like, fuck you, you can never own this.
0: Right, right, right. right. But. Or if you're a flat, which has the same land.
1: yeah they can divide the freehold up to the number of flats on the land but anyway uh but 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 a lot of people say like oh did you know all land the queen but it's just because the law says if there's no one around to inherit a house when someone dies it reverts to the state okay but in the uk the state is the queen
0: okay
1: like queen's crown crown land Uh, so it kind of not really she's got no right to it okay but maybe india is crazier than that it's a big place crazy shit happens right There's a bit of India that still has like a Maoist jungle insurgent force fighting. Really? Yeah. And it has done for ages. And they're just like, that's how big India is, where it's like, yeah, no one really knows about that. It gets lost in them. (laughs) That entire sort of mini Vietnam. Um, (laughs) My authoritarian thought of the week would be this. Transfer all land back to the government and make everyone essentially council tenants. I think this is a good idea, mainly because I'm a bitter millennial who will never get on the housing ladder. But I think it could work. Could work, rather. I don't know why I said wort. Yeah. I think it could work. Um, everyone could stay in the current house they're in, and every person would have the right to live in the location they want to live in. All property would be rent controlled according to size and income. It would prevent developer land grabs in high-value places and make those empty mansions in central London prohibitively expensive to own. Obviously, this would be open to corruption, but I think i just solved the housing crisis. What do you guys think? Cheers, Lewis. Well,
0: Lewis, you haven't so much uh, solved the crisis as just made it, um, so, oh, it sounds like a different. You sidestep the crisis. It Sounds like a different the game crisis. entirely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm always for an authoritarian thought.
1: Yeah. Where w- the, I guess the difficulty is where would like foreigners live?
0: Foreign. Well, there, there's nothing prohibiting them from renting from the government.
1: I suppose so, but then if it's, if it's all like prioritized citizens or whatever.
0: Oh, is it? Well, but well, we, we prioritise citizens anyway.
1: I don't know the whole... This
0: oh, is, I mean, not in terms of like... Do we...
1: I, yeah, I, I think so. Um. I think the real thing is just like... Uh, we, there's just like, there's not physically enough houses. I remember... It's, it's always in private eye where it's like every year we should be building something like 200,000 houses. Mm. And every year we build like 4,000 houses. Yeah. And that's been the case every year for like 30 years. So the problem is now insane. So um, the
0: idea is to remove incentive for um investment buying houses as investments. Mm. Uh and so basically the country becomes one big dorm.
1: Yeah, dorm and we could have uh big parties <laughs> yeah, and yeah, great. midnight feasts. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And then the, the may um like
1: politi- mayors just
0: become like the uh the grad student who's tasked with looking after so like the mayor will just come to your house and say, come on guys, I've got an assignment. Can you keep it down, we're gonna get in trouble.
1: So um <laughs> So essentially we replace the Queen with a crusty old oh, dean. dean. Yeah. <laughs> For Dean and Country. I and would save l- our gracious g- dean. <laughs> God save our crusty Dean, God save our grumpy Dean, God save our Dean, (laughs) send him in furious, sexually curious, (laughs) Um, his punishments are notorious, God save our Dean. Very good. That's pretty good. Very good. Well or done. Would have got me nothing from the engineers. <laughs> Probably. Too quick and no, smart to be improvised. Those cold, um, cold necromancers. We had so many okay thank yous. Oh, yeah. It's And on Twitter, people are okay thank youing like nobody's big. Yeah. Um,
0: been loving the okay thank yous. Yeah. Okay thank you for all of them.
1: Okay thank you for so many of them. Uh, we have another... We have an okay thank you. Uh, well, kind of an okay thank you from Helena. Helena... Dear Phil and Pierre, big fan of the podcast. Thank you. Uh, just wanted to write in regarding. Okay, thank you. <laughs> um, I'm an overly polite person. Open brackets. I once won an award at work for my good manners. <laughs> I need to know what did that job. Award that award
0: already exist, or they had to make it up? <laughs> she was, kind of, it was So nice. <laughs> like, have you seen how polite? We got to make up. We got to make an award.
1: What this. can we do about how polite Helena is? You know. You know, just by the pret there's that little... Um, trophy shop. There's that shop where they'll engrave a trophy for yeah. you. And they'll do a couple of your shoes and do keys and stuff. We should, <laughs> we should get some money from the kitty and just buy her a prize. <laughs> do you think that maybe it's if it is a regular award, just every month... And then if you don't say if you're not grateful enough, they just take it away immediately
0: It's also like the most or it's something very Orwellian about a workplace giving out awards for
1: good manners sub,
0: being supplicant <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yes, very well behaved Thank Yes you, you've be- got this I, little statue
0: Yes, good for you. Do not question do not rebel. be nice.
1: There's an award for good manners there's an award for least curious underling <laughs> <laughs> and there's an award for most pliant accountant. anyway uh, I once won an award at work for my good manners and have these moments very regularly for example saying okay thank you to the rude bus driver after he's yelled at me or in response to receiving a rejection phone call from a job interview but my peak (laughs) overly polite moment was in the summer of 2014 during my third year at uni my bedroom was in the front room uh, on the ground floor of a house share one hot fateful evening I went to sleep and forgot to close the window. I awoke to find somebody's hand through the window, fumbling around on my desk. Oh. In my half-asleep, half-alarmed state, my natural reaction was to politely say, Excuse me! <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> to the man who was trying to rob me.
0: Just with one hand, just reaching in,
1: Yeah, oh. <laughs> hoping for the best. Quickly, it's, it's quite common for student uh, accommodation. Or really just a hand in the window? Oh, There's always a laptop. Uh-huh. They've got to be tippy typing. Modern students, right? Us modern kids. addicted to their screens. Yeah, it's, a, it's, it's a grumpy baby boomer. <laughs> I'll show them what life is like without their screens. <laughs> a really grouchy old burglar. Um, yes. He swiftly retracted his hand and ran away. <laughs> I, I stuck my head out of the window and shouted, Hey! Hey! <laughs> 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 As if that would be enough for the man to turn around and say, Yeah, okay, you got me. <laughs> Thankfully, nothing was taken, and I now always check windows before going to sleep. It's a real reflection on my South Buckinghamshire upbringing, as well as my inability to assert myself and face confrontation, even in the face of a robber. Keep up the good work, all the best, Helena. That's, That's very funny. Thank you,
0: Anna. It's really, really funny.
1: Hey! Hey! <laughs> I'm a pilot! I'm a pilot. How am I supposed to look at it, Facebook
0: now? How am I supposed to look up pictures on Google of planes now? <laughs> I
1: forget what they look like. I'm a pilot. I'll be trying to fly some kind of stair car. Because I won't remember what planes look like. Excuse um, me? That's just such a great... Excuse me? Like a, um, that kind of teacher.
0: That's so English, though. The, yeah. the, the aggressive excuse me is the most English sound.
1: It's a very funny thing to say aggressively because the meaning of the phrase is, please forgive me. (laughs) Excuse me.
0: Yeah. Forgive me for being rude here, but I can't help but feel your motives are suspect.
1: Yeah, please forgive me interrupting you stabbing my family to death, but I don't like that and I think it's bad.
0: I honestly think there are people in this country who, if faced with a surprise gun from an assassin, would say, Um, excuse me, before they were shot in the head.
1: (laughs) They get shot and they just go, rude. (laughs) Rude.
0: People always say that I dance beautifully for a gorilla. But when will they just say that I dance beautifully?
1: Matthew got back in touch. Matthew who sent us the knife shaped like the number four.
0: Oh, yes. Thank you for the number four knife, Matthew.
1: The number four knife is on my Instagram somewhere if you want to look at that. It's a Mambele knife, I think it was called. Mambele. Uh, from the Congo Basin area. Uh, I keep
0: dropping stuff in the basin. <laughs> oh, where's my knife? Oh, I dropped it in the Congo, in the basin. It's <laughs> in it
1: like, uh, It's dirty. It's in the Congo Basin. Once it's clean, we will take it out of the basin. Uh, loved Phil's p- uh, poo story. Oh,
0: good. Some people really have in Matthew.
1: <laughs> <laughs> some, some people have taken against it. Uh, most authoritarian thought. People who increase toaster settings with no regard should be punished. Ooh, an- yeah. Anything past three is charcoal.
0: It is. Uh, to the point where I don't even know why that is an option.
1: I I have a thing where... Uh, it's, it's,
0: it's like a one is bread, <laughs> and then a five is cancer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> why is it just one?
1: Five, five is so burnt that it won't sustain a buttering
0: yeah it'll, it'll crumble c- under the weight of the knife in yeah. your hand to dust yeah it'll just fucking um avengers <laughs> 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 it'll just avengers away into dust
1: <laughs> you know i want thanos toast
0: <laughs> yeah
1: um, i also have a bug uh, a bug bear where uh, the last couple of times i've been to a particular coffee shop near me the guy in charge of the toasty or the panini or whatever the hell where he's like, oh, yeah, we do toasties, like sourdough toasties. I go, he, die, he doesn't toast them. He he's, doesn't, he's, a, he's, a toasting, sam- he's a toasting coward. Well,
0: it was just cheese sandwiches.
1: No, but like, he, try, he tries to toast them. But yeah. he's, he's taking it out. He could be in there another minute or two, please, sir. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, has the cheese melted? No, mostly. Toast it. I, he's I, worried, though. He's, like, you can see in his eyes, he's like, I'm not used to the power of this grill. Mm-hmm. And he's under-toasting.
0: I'm so sorry to
1: hear that. Yeah, man. Life is hard. You
0: know. Life is hard. Uh,
1: most libertarian thought from Matthew. Yeah. Uh, state sponsorship for local eccentrics. Okay. Uh, so their mad projects would at least be noteworthy. For example, uh, and you and I will both know this, the homeless guy who cycles around Cambridge playing metal from a boom box in a plastic bag.
0: Oh, yeah. Is he still going? He's still
1: going. Wow. Okay. I was there the other day, and he's still going.
0: There is a very thin line, isn't there, Matthew, between... Um, eccentrism and uh psychosis
1: yes, um very rare to see anyone referred to as an eccentric after a sort of stabbing spree yeah or or anything dangerous I think
0: it's all to do with the bags you use if you <laughs> if, if 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 there's a leather bags, you're an eccentric if they're plastic bags, you're unwell yeah i think I generally think if a Cambridge radio bike guy used like leather saddle um sidebags. I mean, like, there's an
1: eccentric. Yeah, if you saw a copy of Candide poking out of his pocket, you go, oh, he's he's someone who's in, like, he's he's one of those PhD people who never finish their PhD, you know? They're in, like, year 17. Mm. And this is what he does now, because he's he's mad. Oh, he's mad. Maybe that's what this part of the state sponsorship would pay for, leather bags and tweed coats.
0: When I hear state sponsorship for eccentrics, I just think um, <laughs> more investment into... Um, Healthcare, mental mental health Yeah, yeah. Which I'm totally
1: for. More investment in mental health care and also, I guess, uh, state sponsorship for eccentrics. That's literally, that's just arts funding. Right, of course. That's like weirdo arts funding, isn't it?
0: Uh, we're, we're in that, so but I wouldn't call us eccentrics.
1: We're not in the arts, legally. Eh? You and me, Muddy, because we do the comedy.
0: Yeah.
1: Can't get grants. Why? It ain't art, according to the Arts Council. Is that true? Yeah, for reals.
0: What is it under?
1: Just uh, fucking stupid Wait. slum chuckles, that's what they call us. Just <laughs> Blagging. I, I mean, it is fucking about. Fucking about, that's what they call it. But if we fucked about and didn't want to make anyone laugh, if we were fucking about in a way that was supposed to be sad, we could get money.
0: Now that's art.
1: Now that's art.
0: If, it, if it's bad, then that's art.
1: <laughs> Did anyone vocally enjoy it? Heavens No. Oh. That's why we gave it all that money. (laughs) Uh, So he says uh, he would be sponsored, this chap, and get a customized bike with massive speakers and play requests, S Club 7, and a bowler hat, and the tourists would love it. Okay. Possibly. I don't know how easy it would be to convince that man to play requests, given that I think people have been requesting for him to fuck off (laughs) for (laughs) like 10 years now, and he still cycles around playing metal from a... I mean, we saw that guy literally 10 years ago.
0: Yeah. So And, he's and still who going. knows how
1: long he's been going since then. So it's, he's been going at least a decade.
0: Also, I don't know how pliable this man would be to changing his routine <laughs> at this point. <laughs> I don't think he's doing it for anyone else.
1: <laughs> that's, that's real art. Right. When you don't do it for anyone else, it's just for you to express yourself. And others may take what they may.
0: Yeah, let's, I think there's a danger here of homogenizing eccentrism. Yes. State-sponsored homogenized eccentrism.
1: Yes, yes, yes.
0: Keep eccentrics eccentric. That'll be my counter-campaign. Oh my god, look at these cave drawings. It's the evolution of man. But at the end, he's... He's ordering a Bloody Mary. After the rise comes the dawn. And after the dawn comes the brunch.
1: It's just science, Mary. They learn to speak, they learn to think, they learn to brunch. It's just not right. Monkeys don't eat scrambled
0: eggs on toast. Oh, oh God, he wanted poached.
1: He's saying he wanted poached. I don't care. if It's the mother of the best sourdough on Earth. We are bombing that bakery, Sergeant. (laughs) I think it wants your avocado. It's pointing at
0: the avocado. They're not apes. They're the next stage. Brunch of the Planet of the Apes. Coming this summer. Around uh, 11 to 12. Uh, some places it'll do it until 3, but they're quite hard to come by. Uh, you'll have to queue for some reason. Well, that was episode 10. we finally broken double digits.
1: We've done a Decapod. 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 Dis- Which
0: now just sounds like Defecate to me. Yeah. So poo-heavy mm. has Bud pod become.
1: Yeah. Yeah, next time we'll be, we'll be free of, of streaks.
0: Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are sorry we're, we're very yeah, we're smart gentlemen f- really we've
1: both got degrees that's the thing yeah and it just shows you that there's no reason to ever uh fully you know absolve anyone of being immature
0: and we keep sending in your um okay thank yous your um most authoritarian most libertarian and your coolest uncle we didn't do a coolest uncle this week
1: yeah next week we're gonna have to do a, maybe a bumper cool uncool um, Tell you what's the
0: most uncool, uncool thing is forgetting to do an uncool, cool thing.
1: That is at the lowest.
0: It's so far from the Louis line.
1: That's yeah, it it's is basically off the chart. It's off the charts, under the Louis line, uh, and also um, send in any any travel stories. Well, yeah, why not? Why not? Why not? I've, I've just hell been not. on my travels. Why shouldn't you? Phil's been on so many planes. Um, and uh, don't forget to give us the classic Uber five stars on iTunes. Mm-hmm. We got you to your destination. If you wanted to talk, we talked. If you didn't, we were happy. The, we were happy in the silence.
0: What do you have to, to do today, Pierre? What Are you going off to, to do?
1: I am going to go off. At, well, I was about. <laughs> this is going to sound quite weird. I'm about to go off and edit this episode. Okay. Wow. You're listening to it already.
0: What? I mean, to listeners, it sounds like this is all you do in your life.
1: Yes, I think that they must assume that someone is paying me.
0: Here's the thing though,
1: they aren't! <laughs> they really aren't. They really are Which is why it's funny whenever anyone complains. And to be fair, almost like there's been only ever been like two people
0: complain about this podcast. Yeah, just in
1: general. <laughs> Even mild complaints. The there's thing only about been The like silent two. majority. The, si- furious, <laughs> the furious, disgusted angry. silent majority. Um, yeah, get in touch uh, thebudpod at gmail.com or at thebudpod on Twitter.
0: Tonight I will be cooking a very old steak. Uh, do you remember, uh, maybe we mentioned this last time. Yeah. I, before I left, I cooked you and all our friends some really big steaks. Really big. But one was, we had, there was too much. so you I left one over. I left one over, but seasoned. I seasoned it, <gasps> and I put it in the freezer. No. And it's defrosting slowly now. What? Someone is, so it's like a month frozen. Oh, and it was
1: already an oldie.
0: It wasn't an oldie. Was it
1: not matured already? A little.
0: Well, it was a steak, but I just got it.
1: They hadn't hung it to dry or...
0: No, no, of course they, of oh, they've
1: no. done that. Yeah, yeah, but that's what I mean. It's like now it's even more. What did you season it with?
0: Oh, um, oil, salt, and pepper, and okay. rosemary. Oh. Mm-hmm. But I've never, uh, I hope it doesn't kill me.
1: No, no, no. It'd be fine? Yeah, totally. It'd been in the freezer. Yeah. yeah oh, yeah. I mean, it, 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 it could almost, it's like it's, give it, if it was in certain conditions, it would almost be fine if it hadn't been in the freezer. No. I mean, it would be black as sin. But um, like biltong, no one ever cooks biltong. Okay. Beef jerky's not cooked, ever. Interesting, really. It goes from raw to jerky through being dried out. Raw to jerky.
0: The Pianavelli story. <laughs> that's that's your barbecue from raw to jerky.
1: That's that's my arc as a as a stand-up comedian.
0: And the, fo- the photo on the cover is you as a baby and then you shriveled up mummified in your coffin.
1: Yeah, well those those pictures of um like Incan mummies that they find in glaciers. Where I want just... to
0: start calling babies raw people. <laughs> raw people <laughs> <laughs> <See if you're laughs> <right there.
1: laughs>
0: This person's raw. He's
1: still got a soft yoke. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, you should be fine. Okay, great. And then next week, we'll do the rest in peace, Phil Wang final episode <laughs> of Bud Pod. <laughs> yeah,
0: I don't... Has any, uh, pod, a pod, uh, has any podcast had a funeral episode yet?
1: I don't know. Where maybe bury
0: one of the podcasts. Do you think maybe this the medium's
1: too new? I suppose so. Some ep- some podcasts have had people like leave or be replaced or whatever, but... I've never had
0: a a podcast there.
1: I don't think so.
0: Oh, great. Well, yeah, feel free to podcast my funeral.
1: That'll be a first. We'll win win a sort of a Sony award or whatever it is. Yeah, please. That'd be nice.
0: All right. Um, Well, see you, PodBuds, next week. Okay. Bye. Bye. bye, 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 bye.
1: A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot maybe your new best friend.